Hello everyone, welcome back. That's right, all you Christmas shaws and narwhals, this is episode 5 of the Surviving the Suck podcast, and you don't want to miss this. We have an awesome, awesome guest. So excited to have her actually on my podcast, because I was on hers. This is Hannah Molina with the Laughing Out of Depression podcast. We're having some awesome conversations, and this is actually going to be one of two episodes with Hannah, so I'm super excited. With that being said, do want to provide a trigger warning as always. This episode is going to contain some information on bipolar depression, self-harm, anxiety disorder, and different mental health topics, including suicide ideation. So if you struggle with any of these things, make sure you're taking care of yourself, especially during this holiday season. I know it's rough out there. I know that a lot of you are struggling. So as always, don't be afraid to reach out and reach in at the same time. You're strong. You got this. But let's learn to survive the suck with Hannah Molina. Up next. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is episode five of the Surviving the Suck podcast, and I'm so beyond excited today for our guest. We have the, I'm I'm emphasizing the the, Hannah Molina with us today. She is actually the founder and the host of the Laughing Out of Depression podcast, which guys and girls, if you're listening to this, you've got to give her podcast a listen. I'm going to have her plug it for you, but it is so good. And I actually grew to like love podcasting and wanted to start my own because of Hannah and the great work that she's doing. And I feel like most people would be like, what the hell? Like don't start a podcast. Cause I just started one, but she was so supportive and so sweet. And you guys just need to listen to her and her story. It's honestly pretty amazing. So without further ado, I'm hyping you up, Hannah. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Oh my God. I literally love you so much. I can't. <laughs> um, yeah. I I'm, I love how you emphasize like the, the Hannah Molina because literally, well, one, that's my handle on social media, but I always like, I don't know, maybe it's just a part of branding or because I'm a marketing student. But <laughs> yes. Marketing um, 101. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say that I am not a professional. Like I literally am not a therapist or anything. I solely speak out of my own experiences. So I'm just putting that out there now. Um, because yeah, literally that's one of like my major things. I am the host of the podcast called Laughing Out of Depression. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, I really, man, I started this podcast for so many reasons, but one, I always, honestly, starting a podcast is not, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's also like, it's a little bit hard. Um, but I encourage everyone to do it. It's such a great outlet and I'm so happy that you have hopped on (laughs) Haley because it's so, it's honestly, it's a lot of fun and you grow so much from it and just learn. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll kind of get into who I am. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Chicago. Um, I have been on my mental health journey for about 10 years now, which is so crazy that it's literally been 10 years already. Um, but I don't really think I started talking about mental health until maybe four years ago, like four or five years ago. Um, and I really started focusing on mental health because I, one was going through, um, depression myself and anxiety. And then I started noticing, you know, people close to me, my friends and family also dealing with their own mental health. And, you know, it just really surprised me that people weren't talking about it. And I am, I'm Latina. So, 
you know, in my culture, um, we don't really talk about mental health. Like if anything, you know, um, going to therapy isn't something that you should even be talking about, you know, or like having other people know about. So I just, I didn't think that that was okay because we all struggle and, you know, a there, like there's this like stigma with therapy and talking about mental health that I just wasn't okay with. And I was like, so if so many people are, you know, dying from this and it's not something that, you know, men- mental health is something that we all struggle with, um, just on like different degrees. It's something that we should be talking about more because clearly it's affecting everyone, you know? Um, so I just really made it a point to talk about it. And at first, you know, I would get kind of, I would get shit from like people around me, but I was like, look, you know what? I don't go fuck. I don't care what anybody yes. says. Um, I'm just, you know, like if this is clearly something that is, um, you know, affecting me and affecting the people I love, I'm going to stand up to protect them in any way that I can. So that's really where like my mental health, like advocacy came from. But as far as a podcast goes, it's so crazy. I have done so much. First of all, I want to say, Haley, I literally look up to you so much because I don't. Oh my God. No, I don't. If it wasn't for you and I've said this before, but if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't, you know, like I wouldn't be talking about mental health so openly or I wouldn't um, believe that people would be willing to listen if it wasn't because of you. Because when I started following you and I knew more about you and, you know, your work, I was like, man, like people really, people our age really do care to listen. You know, like even if it's one or five people that are listening, like that's fine. Like that's making a difference, you know, like you don't need thousands of people to listen to you. At least one, one can make so much of a difference. And, um, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna talk about it to my homies because (laughs) I was like, clearly I was like, I knew someone was going to be listening, even if that one person was you. (laughs) Yes. No, Uh, I I love that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I was like, man, you know what? I'm just going to take the leap and do it. And depression is something that I I've struggled with for so long. And, um, the way that I have found to cope with my depression and, you know, really helps me get out of like a, just like the suck, I guess, is by laughing. Like I like surrounding myself with people that make me laugh and, you know, whether it be listening to music that makes me happy or, um, I don't know, just watching like shows that make me laugh, anything, you know? Um, so I was like laughing out of depression. Like literally that's, that's what I wanted to call my podcast was laughing out of depression. And, um, I had gone through a really tough breakup and I, you know, it's so crazy to me because my first episode came out October 28th and I was so, I was just so depressed. I was like, I, I have no idea what I'm doing in life. Like I'm still putting myself in horrible situations. I hate my job. I literally am living at home. (laughs) I don't really have money. Like, you know, I'm 24 and I felt like I should have had my life figured out and I had absolutely nothing figured out. And, um, I had told myself a year before, like a year prior, I was like a year from now, I want to be, 
I want to be in a better position than I was, you know, like today. So yeah, in 20, I guess 20, October 28th of 2019, I had told myself like, I want to be better a year from now somehow. And it's crazy to me that on October 28th, I was like, Hannah, you are going to get your shit together right now. You're going to get up and do something that is for yourself and you are going to grow from, you know, this experience. Um, and I did like literally October 28th, I just grabbed my laptop. I had absolutely no equipment or anything. And I just recorded two episodes and I put them out there like literally the same day that I recorded it. Um, I really, I don't want to say I put no thought into it because it was something that I already had thought about for so long. Um, but at the same time, I was afraid to take that step. And I was like, you have absolutely nothing to lose. I think that you are in the worst period of your time right now or like of your life. So I'm like, might as well. If this fails, like, it's okay. You're already down, you know? <laughs> yeah. so, so I was like, I'm just, I'm going to get it together. And I did. I literally, I physically got myself up and was like, we're doing this, Hannah. So that's really how laughing out of depression came to be. In, um, I kind of explained myself in the first episode and just my life and everything I had gone through because um, my my father passed away 10 years ago. Um, so that's really where my kind of trauma is like started um, and why it is that I've had, you know, I I have like depression now and anxiety is because of those because of like that experience and just everything that happened after my father's death um but yeah I mean life is just so crazy right now honestly but so crazy in the best way possible wow okay so one I just I have to say every time I hear a little bit more about your story I just I'm always blown away because you have such a huge amount of strength in you and I just it's really empowering to me and and I think you should feel really really good and proud about where you've been and, and where you are now and just the fact that you literally out of all the suck that you've been through you literally picked yourself up and you were like all right you know what we're gonna start this damn podcast and I don't even you know I don't even care if anyone listens to it I'm just gonna do this and yeah. hope that it makes a difference and that takes a lot of courage so thank you for doing that because if you wouldn't have ever have done that, I wouldn't be doing this. And just look at the difference that you've already made. You've made a difference to me. So you should at least know that. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too. You were <laughs> oh, my queen. Literally. I'm just, I'm so happy about this. I'm so excited. Um, there's a few things I wanted to touch on. You know, you talk about how different traumas in your life have kind of ensued a lot of your mental health problems. And I think that's something that people don't think about as much is the fact that like your mental health can be episodic. It can be something that, you know, is chronic or it can be something that stemmed from a specific situation. And sometimes I just don't think you even need an explanation to struggle, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think about all these people in my life who will reach out to me and say, you know, Haley, I'm depressed and I just, nothing happened. But, and it's like, I just stopped them right there. I'm like, nothing, like, nothing needed to happen. If you're depressed, you're depressed and let's talk about it. And so, um, I just, 
I just want to validate you and just say like everything that you've been through is valid and you are just worth so much and just a beautiful human being. And I just freaking love you, Hannah Molly. <laughs> you're, you're just, oh, but like everything you said just warmed my heart. And you talked about um, a breakup and something else, you know, that I was thinking about was, you know, people, I feel like minimize breakups when it comes to mental health. And I don't know why, because yeah. every, a lot of people who die by suicide, I, I've looked at the numbers on this. I did a whole study on this. I wanted to figure out what was the number one cause of people dying by suicide. And something, the number one reason was interpersonal relationship problems. Mm. And a lot of it boils down to breakups and loves and, and roman romanticism and all these things. But man, like, I don't know why we minimize that so much in the mental health conversation. And I guess yeah. like, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man. Uh, for me, it's, I mean, you know, my friends and I are kind of, we've like been talking about this because, um, for me, the podcast almost kind of like saved my life in a way because my, my relationship is so hard and so complex. And, you know, when I say it, like, it's so much in like, it, it goes so deep, like not in a romantic way, but just in the most like fucked up way possible. Mm -hmm. Because like, when I think of my relationship and everything that happened, I'm like, man, like there were so like, clearly we were both struggling with our own mental health and we were still healing from traumas in our past and we were almost bringing that into our relationship and we were in a way um trying to lift each other up but we were drowning one another at the same time mm -hmm. you know so like yeah i i don't think that people talk about um you know the way in which they're mental health can play a role in their relationship and also how dependent people can be on others mm -hmm. um which for me this podcast is really you know it's it's been kind of like my salvation because I was like I'm clearly so depressed about my relationship because I depended on this person so much um but I was like I can do two things right I can either just sit in my suck and eventually die because I was so bad that I was like very suicidal or I can say you know what Hannah this happened to you and your feelings are valid but now it's time to get up because you know that the other option is not what you want to be in you know like you don't want to be six feet under like you you want to be on top you know um yeah so I you know I, I think people have um, so much, you know, our minds are so powerful and people have the ability to get themselves out of it. Um, but it's hard. It's, I don't want to say it's easy because, you know, when I, I tell people, I was like, I may make, sh I like, I may, I may make things look easy, but it's not. And like, I still cry at night, literally oh. every single night, you know? I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. And yeah. So it's like, don't, like don't compare yourself to me or how you know I am healing or coping because I could be talking about healing but I may be struggling myself with healing you know mm -hmm. um 
So that's, yeah, that's really hard. And honestly, this entire week for me has been so hard because why not only are we already in like depression season, but like, <laughs> it's just hitting me extra hard lately. And I'm like, damn, Hannah, like you really like, let's, let's get up now, you know, and it's hard. It's, you're so right though. It's, it's, like we have 800 stressors all on us at once because, you know, not only are we living through a pandemic and everything is just off, we're not able to see our friends and our family. It's also the holiday season, which makes things mm-hmm. 10 times worse. And like you yeah. said, it, it's actually depression depression season where people who su- suffer from seasonal affective disorder are struggling a lot and just not having the amount of sunlight that we normally have. And it's I've found so many more people have been reaching out to me and Foster's Voice and the Gray Matters right now. And it just, I guess anyone who's listening, I want you to know if you're struggling, just that's okay to struggle. Like you don't need a specific reason. If you're just feeling very depressed and anxious, talk about it with someone and you don't need a specific reason. Like you're, you're valid enough. You don't need that. So talk to someone, reach out. Um, if you need help, because this is a hard freaking time. I feel like we're all in the suck right now. Yeah. And I mean, not only that, like we're still living through a pandemic. Like this is yes. in no way, like I, I, my friends are constantly reminding me because I still put so much pressure on myself and I, I expect myself to be more successful than I currently am or be at a certain level that just isn't attainable for me right now. Um, but they're like, Hannah, like what you are doing is so great. And you have to realize that we're still in a pandemic. Like there are so many things that you can do, but you literally can't physically do because we are in a pandemic, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, if you feel sad or, you know, if you just feel like extra stressed, whatever it may be, like, it's okay, but talk to someone, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it's, like a sibling or a parent or, you know, a friend, just, you know, be able to vocalize your feelings. Although it, I know it's not easy. It helps so much. Um, yeah. So it's just like, find that supportive person in your life, I guess. Yes. And I exactly find that supportive person in your life. And I think, I think right now it's even hard for people who, especially single people, I think, I found yeah. because a lot of it comes down to just feeling very lonely because I, I think a lot of single people, and when I say that, you know, I'm, I'm mainly talking about me, <laughs> at least my experience <laughs> being single, you know, I find a lot of my, uh, my value, my worth through the people around me. So like my friends and my family, and thankfully I do live at home. So I get to see my, my parents and my sister and everyone, but you know, I, it's hard not being able to see my friends as much. And I've really struggled with that. And I think, a lot of single people are just trying to like cope and it's difficult because you see all these relationships on Instagram and Twitter and everything looks all perfect and happy. And you know, it's, it's really just a highlight reel, right? Like those relationships might not be what they really are, but you're thinking, wow, there's something wrong with me because I'm single and lonely in the middle of a pandemic and I have no one to hang out with. I can tell you, I completely played myself because (laughs) when this pandemic started, 
I was in a relationship and I would always tell him I was like oh you see how all these like oh like people were starting to like break up and stuff and (laughs) and him and I like we would never post like our we were never like very uh we would never post our stuff like on social media really um but I was like we're not gonna be one of those couples that breaks up during the pandemic like we're gonna make it and like we obviously did not make it but now I'm just like man like this like I definitely do feel lonely at times but I'm okay with it because I know that I would rather be alone right now than be in a relationship and honestly the feeling of loneliness doesn't mean uh, I don't know it's hard to explain um I know that the feeling of loneliness sucks but you're not alone and you don't need another person to make you feel that you're not alone because like literally you could be with someone and still feel alone so you know it's so it's like if you're still gonna feel either way clearly it's not about someone else it's about you and how you feel inside so right now that's why I'm like you know what Hannah I'm okay I just ordered some poetry books and I'm gonna read those and I'm gonna figure my shit out because clearly what needs to come is from within and it's something that you say you know it's like reach uh reach out and reach in Mm -hmm. is it or reach in and reach out yeah either way yeah yeah, so I was like, you know what, Hannah, clearly you need to do some more like reaching in and like soul searching. So yeah, I really got into poetry lately and I just, I know that my happiness needs to come from me and I need to be able to fall in love with myself before I can ever fall in love with anybody else, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Everything that you just said, I'm retweeting times 100 because <laughs> I, I look at my past relationships and you know, I, you and I both struggle with bipolar depression, which is, you know, a type of depression that has a lot of ups and downs and going through waves of mania and then going through waves of depression. And I never realized the effect that that could have um, in my relationships when I wasn't healed. Like, I feel like I'm doing so much better now, but when I had been in the relationships that I've been in, I was very codependent and I never realized that until now, like looking back. And so, you know, I think you're so right because I look at my relationships and I always thought to myself, like, why do I feel so lonely? Like I'm in this relationship. I love this person, but I feel so lonely. And, you know, I think you can feel that feeling when you're in a crowd of 100 people. Um, You could be at a concert, you know, surrounded by people. You can still feel like the loneliest person in the room. And so you're right. It, it, I think anyways, it's, it stems down to what's going on inside and having to sit with the suck that, is inside of you and trying to figure out, okay, why do I feel this lonely feeling? What's going on within me? And I, I think for me, I had to do a lot of self-healing work. I had to find ways to love myself. I was struggling with who I was and I was trying to find the people around me as a, a stabilizer and trying to find happiness through them. And it's not fair to them. No one else can make you happy at the end of the day. I think it it all comes from within you. And so I think that's just such an important point, you know, that you got to heal and work on yourself first before you even get into that type of relationship. I I just think if you don't, it's just going to end up being really unhealthy and toxic. Yeah. And 
you know, uh, in my experience, when it came to healing, and it's something that I, I always tell people is to, I know it's hard for us because we are older now, but like, it's important to allow yourself to heal because after my dad's passing, I never really, I never processed his death. I never like healed from it. I never mourned his death. Like it literally was like, I mean, and mind you, like my dad was literally my best friend and I still feel at times like he's the only person that is ever with me in a way. Um, but I never mourned his death. Like in my family, it was, you know, it was like my dad passed and now we just have to figure it out. And it was such, um, it was such like a, a fight or flight response, you know, and we're just like, we, we just had to cope with it the best way that we could. And I was only 14. I was a freshman in high school. Um, I wasn't even in an environment that I felt comfortable in. So dealing with my, you know, like dealing with my dad's death and then still having to act as if like I was okay and everything was fine was really hard. Um, and it's still like, for me, it's still so crazy because I look back and I was like, man, I was a really fucking strong 14 year old because my father passed away on a Tuesday and I went back to school on Thursday of that same week. And the only wow. reason I didn't go back to school the day, like the day after was because it was a snow day. So it literally was like a sign from God because like everything was shut down. It was like literally the blizzard of 2011. Oh, so yeah. everything was shut down for the two days, um, like the two days after my dad's death. So we just couldn't go anywhere um but yeah as soon as like school started back up my mom was like Hannah get your shit together because you're going to school and I was like are you kidding me <laughs> oh my god and I I still remember like the girls at school were just kind of like looking at me and like a lot of people didn't know how to talk to me in high school because you know I just like they didn't know how to react to you know, me because I just, I went in there and just kind of acted like I was sad, but I wasn't, I couldn't let it show that I just had lost someone, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I just kind of kept it that way for the past 10 years. So when I got into my relationship, it was really hard because I found that happiness again, or I felt more of myself um, with that person but I still, at times within the relationship, I felt so lonely because I knew that my traumas weren't healed, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that played such a huge role in, in my relationship because I still felt lonely when I wasn't alone. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I think you kind of hit on how, you know, healing is not linear. And I, I love that quote because... I wish it's it was messy. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I wish it was too, because it's, it's freaking messy. Like I remember this summer I was dealing with a lot of pain from everything that's happened this year in my life and just trying to recover from my own, you know, suicide ideation and breakups and self-harm addiction. Like I was just trying to, to move forward. And I remember people would say to me like, Haley, you need to heal from this. And I'm just like, how, how do I do that? Like, I don't even know what the hell healing means. And so yes. I think it's different for everyone because for me, it was like, you know, 
I feel like shit today. And sometimes in June or July, I would literally go outside and run so hard and so fast. And I'm not a runner. Like I do not, I hate running, but I (laughs) would run and run and run until I just couldn't literally run anymore. And for me, like that helped me. And so I, I did that and I would journal or I'd write in my blog or, you know, I would just try to, to figure it out. Like you said, because it's just not, it's not easy and it's okay to still struggle years after something has happened. It's, it just takes time and patience. Yeah. Hard. And I love what you said of like, you know, what is healing? Because it's something that on my podcast, I, I always ask, you know, everyone, like, how do you heal? Because, you know, I, I go to therapy um, and I've asked like my, my therapist and like my friends who are also therapists, like, what is healing? Like, how do you heal? You know, like, what is a form of therapy? Because like, I just, like, I've, I've lived this for so long, but I'm clearly like, I'm not healed yet, but it's like, when am I ever going to heal? You know, but I just, I've come to accept that I'm never, at this point, like, I don't think I'm ever going to heal. Like, I think I'm just going to be literally, like, mourning my dad's death for the rest of my life. And, you know, that's just a part of life and losing someone that you love. Um, But yeah, I mean, I still, I'm still trying to figure out what healing is. Um, And life is just fucking hard. You know, Hannah, you're right. Life is hard. And I think anyone can agree with us when we say that, right? And to you, if you're listening out there, I I want you to know that you're never too far gone. You're not a bother. I know that things are really hard right now, and you just feel like there's no way you're going to survive what you're going through, or there's no way that you're going to heal from this. But just take a deep breath and know that it can get better. It absolutely can. Doesn't mean that it might get better tomorrow or the next week or next month or next year. It just might mean that it's going to take a little bit of time. But healing is possible and it's attainable and you're worth healing. You're worth recovery. And don't let anyone tell you different, especially yourself. For many years, that was my biggest challenge was learning that I was worth healing from this and knowing that I could do it and asking for help because I know you might feel like a burden, but sometimes when you can only give 10%, you need the people around you to give you that 90%. So keep moving forward. Hannah and I will be back very soon with the finished recording of this episode but we want you to know that you're not alone. And I know that that sounds so cliche and sometimes people, including myself, sometimes it's it's hard to know that you're not alone when you're in the suck and you just hate life and you don't want to be here anymore. But hope is there. Hope is there. And no matter where you feel hope, even if it's that cup of coffee in the morning or it's that jog or it's your dog or your family or whatever it is keep going back there because you have already survived 100% of everything you've ever been through and I know you might just feel like shit I I get it I've 
I, I haven't been in your shoes, but I've probably been somewhere similar. And just just know that you can make it through. You you can. It's possible. But don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, I, I constantly, in all these episodes, I'm constantly talking about the suicide hotline. And I only bring that up because I've used that plenty of times myself, even in moments where I haven't been suicidal. And it's completely changed my day. Just that one conversation. When you pick up that, that phone and you call 1-800-273-8255, you call and you literally just say, hey, I'm struggling. Especially in times right now when we feel so disconnected. To be able to have someone on the other end, another human being who's experienced life, has experienced the suck, to tell you, you know what, that's alright. It's okay to struggle. And to give you whatever you need. I haven't spoken about this a lot, but, I mean, a phone call saved my life. In a moment that I was pretty sure I wasn't going to make it through. And I was struggling with such intense suicidal thoughts and my PTSD was so bad, and just everything around me felt like it was falling apart, a phone call saved my life. And the one person who called me and told me, you can survive the suck, you can do this, Haley, I know you can survive, just just hang on, just keep going, just, just get in bed, just lay down, just do whatever you can to stay alive. We're going to get you the help that you need, but right now you just need to focus on staying alive. Those were the words that saved my life. And, and I, I talk about this a lot in The Gray Matters. You, you don't have to be a mental health professional. You don't have to be anyone spectacular or superhero. It's, it's everyday people like you and me who are the ones who just show that we care. And sometimes we don't always have the words to say. I've shared with you in, in a lot of my, my suicidal moments, the suck, I, all I needed was friends to just literally show up and sit with me in my bed as I cried for hours. I mean, that, that is what it means to heal. At least for me. And, and it might be for you too, but like I said, if you just feel like you're, you've hit a brick wall and you just don't know where to go, it's okay not to be okay, but don't stay there. You're worth more than that. You're worth living a life that is enjoyable and worth living and waking up every day with a smile on your face. You are worth that. So let's get you the help that you need. Okay, recovery is possible. Like I've, I've said it a thousand times. Just just do it for you. Don't do it for your friends and your family. I, it's so easy to stay alive for everyone else. But for once in your life, do this for you. Because you deserve a life than so much more than what you're living. And I, I want you to know that I'm here for you. There are so many people that are. We care about you. We love you. There are advocates that wake up every day ready to fight with and for you, but we just got to know where you're at. If you can just reach out. We'll, we'll be there to check in, to listen, whatever you need. But please, 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 just, just do what you can. I always say, you know, use your voice even if it shakes. <laughs> roll out of bed in the morning if you have to. I, I don't care what it is. Just just do the best that you can with what you have. And let's get you to a place where hope and healing and light and love and joy is all there with you. Because like I said a thousand times, you deserve that. So as we wrap up this episode, like I said, Hannah, we're going to finish up that the, se the second segment here. 
that will be released at a later date, but you know, it's, it's so important for me to share this with you because I have received so many messages of people struggling lately and it breaks my heart because I know what it's like to be in that dark place and I, I hate when anyone else is there and I just want to pull you out of it, but I, I can't take your pain away. I can't, I don't have the words to just magically heal everything that's happening in your life. It's going to take time. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take dedication. And I, I had to learn that the hard way. I know Hannah has. I know many people who've been on this podcast have learned that the hard way. But we, every single one of us that's been on this podcast, we're here to tell you our stories, to tell you that that hard work was worth it. Because look where we've been and look where we are now. And if we can do it, shit, if I can do it, you can do it. And I promise you that because I have no idea how I've made it to where I am. And I'm so grateful and so thankful every single day. But if I can do it, of, of anyone, you can definitely do it too. And it's okay to ask for help. I had to have so many people pull me up constantly every day. There, I don't think there was one day that I could have done it by myself. And, and still to this day, I still have to ask for help. Because like we said in this episode, healing is not lin linear. I mean, Hannah and I wish it was, but it's not. It's It's not. So when you're down, ask for help. Ask for people around you to lift you up and, and know that you're not a burden. It's okay to do that. And when you're up, enjoy those moments. Enjoy life. It goes by so quick. It goes by so fast. Sometimes it feels like you're missing out on everything around you. It's like you blink and everything just goes by. Don't, don't waste this life. You only get one. It's okay to smile, it's okay to laugh, it's okay to, no matter what you've been through, you don't have to live in it forever. Sometimes the hardest part is forgiving yourself and releasing yourself from the shackles and the chains that sometimes you even put on yourself. For a very long time, I didn't get out of where I was because I chose not to. And I know most of the time, for many people, it's not a conscious decision, but Part of it for me, it was literally having to make those decisions to decide, am I going to live this life or am I going to try to make a life for myself that's better and enjoyable and a life that's worth living to me? Because I know that you might not want to live the life that you're currently living, but let's get you out of the suck. You don't have to stay here. You can heal. You can thrive. You don't just have to survive. So we're in this together. I know I, I, this is pro I probably sound like a broken record. But you are loved. You are important. You deserve to survive the suck. The suck has nothing on you. Alright, you're strong. You got this. Just don't give up. Get through this season. Sometimes you got to get through the winter to get the spring. You got to have the thunderstorm to get the rainbow. Survive this season. Let's get you to a place in a happy life. A place that you feel hope and that you want to be. Take care of your well-being. Take care of your physical health. And know that I'm praying for you. I'm here with you. You're not alone. We will survive the suck. Take care.